Welcome to this edition of Monday Sermon. I'm Pastor Corey. Today is Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. This is a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church in Winfield, Pennsylvania. More information about our church can be found at winfieldbaptist.com. Our fighter verse for this week is found in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you wake, they will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the teaching a light, and the reproofs of discipline are the way of life. Now, these verses are are continuing what we looked at last week, found in Proverbs 6, 20 and 21, which say, My son, keep your father's commandment, and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart always, tie them around your neck. As I mentioned last week, the proverb here assumes godliness on the Father's commandments, uh, of the Father's commandments, that they're in line with God's commands, and that the Mother's teaching is in line with God's Word. These verses are a blessing to remember for all of us, but also an encouragement for parents to discipline and instruct well. When parents give us good discipline and instruction, we will be led well, we'll sleep well, They will remind us and be lights for us, and their teaching will be a correction to us. It is the last phrase of these verses that I'd like to focus in on today. The reproofs of discipline are the way of life. No one enjoys being reproved or rebuked. Discipline usually is unpleasant. But here the proverb reminds us that it is the way of life. As life happens, we take the wrong step, we say wrong words, we miss the right turn or the wrong wrong turn or we take the wrong turn and end up on the wrong path. When those things happen, we are disciplined. Often that discipline comes in the form of another person, be it a parent, boss or employer, a coach, a friend, a spouse, a neighbor, or in severe cases, a law enforcement officer. There are also times when we end up disciplining ourselves. No matter what form the discipline comes, the reality is, is this is how we learn. This proverb presses us towards humility, to be open to those around us speaking into our lives for our good and our betterment. So, as we memorize these verses together, let us also be prepared to be disciplined by one another in love. Next, let's be reminded of the sermon text from Sunday. On Sunday, we looked at Psalm 78. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generations the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders that He has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers to teach to their children, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell to their children, so that they should set their hope on God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to him. 
We first looked at the reality that everyone needs to hear and listen to continued teaching. The principle here is that we are lifelong learners. We never stop learning until God calls us home from this world to the next. The psalmist assumes his readers need to listen, no matter their age or circumstance or position. And he says that we're not to learn anything new in particular. He says that these are the things that we have heard and known, things that have been told to us. In so many ways, we need to be hearing repetitiously the same things. And the reality is, at different stages of life, we need to hear certain things over again. He goes on, though, in the psalm to tell us that we need to tell the coming generations about the Lord. We need to tell of His deeds and His mights and His wonders. And then the commandment becomes specific to teaching children. We looked at Deuteronomy 6 and the command there, as Moses was preparing the people of Israel to go into the promised land, things that they needed to remember to do, that they must first love the Lord their God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then be able to teach that to the next generation. We discussed the reality that having to communicate something to a child not only helps the child, but helps us as we have to process what do we believe about these truths of God and how can we communicate them in such a way that a child would know them. There is also a warning in this passage not to be like the fathers of the rebellious generation. We ended our talk with the reality of how do we accomplish this? And we accomplish this by having conversations, by specifically talking with one another about the things of God, by being in the Word. And then I ended with a challenge to both parents, aunts and uncles, and grandparents to take time this summer to teach children, to be intentional. There is a plethora of resources out there for devotionals for children. We at the church have some. So I'd encourage you again If you have children in your lives, take the time to to teach them. Take the time to read them a story from the God's Word and then explain it. I was reminded of a dear older saint who's gone to be with the Lord, uh, Shirley. We here at the church one time had training for the Evangicube. She caught on to it and in her little way uh, used it greatly in her home. She would have children who come in the summertime to her porch And so she pulled out her Evangicube and began to share the story of Jesus until others came and she told more. There's many things that we can do, so let's not neglect the opportunities that we have before us. Maybe it isn't even related children. Maybe it's children in your neighborhood like Shirley. Whatever the case, take the opportunities that God has presented us with for his good and their good as well. We'll end our talk today with a takeaway. Summer is the season of light. We get extra light in the evening hours and extra light to start the day. It is a season of growing. Flowers flourish, vegetables bushel up, and fruit ripens. It is also a great season for spiritual flourishing. Those moments of sitting on the porch swinging or the back lounge on the deck are moments that can be enjoyed conversing about the things of God and salvation in Jesus Christ. For those who enjoy fishing, there too are many times to be encouraged and encourage others in the faith. And sometimes you get a handy illustration if you're catching fish or even if you're not. 
My point is this. As we enjoy these summer months, may we also grow in our faith and help others grow. So get out there. Be encouraged and be an encourager. Thanks for listening. We will be taking a break for the summer, so this will be the last podcast for a while. So, until next time, I'm Pastor Corey, and this has been an episode of Monday Sermon, a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church.